Welcome back, friends, to an all-new episode of The Unknown Subject, a Criminal Minds podcast. I'm Kelsey Paul. And I'm Kelly McMasters-Parsons, and I apologize for being the reason we didn't do an episode last week. (laughs) It was 100% Kelly's fault. Really, it was your brother's fault. Yeah, my stupid brother had to have his frickin' birthday. Had to have his stupid birthday. (laughs) Like, I spent the weekend in Ohio for my silly little niece's birthday. Everybody's so I wasn't birthdays. Here. How dare they? <laughs> How dare they? So I couldn't record over the weekend. And then on Monday, Monday was my oldest brother's birthday. He turned 34. An and unremarkable birthday. 34 An unremarkable not, birthday. Yes. You know, yes. That's an in-between um, birthday. Yeah. Uh, next year, he can run for president, though. That's pretty weird. Oh. <laughs> That's uh, a that's a birthday milestone you don't think about a lot. No, yeah. Well, You're kinda... coming up on that. <laughs> I mean, I'm like I'm like several years away, but sure. Yeah. I am coming up on it in the broad scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so on my brother's birthday, I got this like random text from my mom that was just like, "Hey, do you want to come over for dinner tonight?" And I was like, "Hmm. I, hmm. I am supposed to podcast tonight, but it's my brother's birthday. Yeah, so we just I let feel that one like slide. I should say yes to that. And yeah. then I have marching band rehearsals on Tuesday, so yeah, sorry guys. Yep, so I'm too it's busy. fine. You know, we all got an extra week to like emotionally recover from yeah the big 100th episode. Um, yeah. So we're going to pick it back up this week uh, with season five, episode 10, The Slave of Duty. Interesting. Such a also, serious I wanna, title. Yeah. I want to apologize if you can hear my wife vacuuming right now. Uh, I she just hear turned it. Oh, well, if you can hear it on the recording, sorry. She's, <laughs> uh, she's recovering our kitchen counters at the moment. In our lovely new house, and there's a lot of dust involved, so she's sweeping up the dust. That's like earlier this week when I asked you if you could hear our neighbor cutting their tree down over Zoom, and mm. you said, and I thought mm-hmm. for sure you'd be able to hear it, and you couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I can see on my little waveforms that they can hear it a little bit, so, uh, well. but like, not a lot. And hey, it's just I white mean, noise. You know, sometimes Zzz. in the apartment, it was like she'd be... Putting silverware away. Or right. Rattling dishes. We're, we're always used to Cassie just kind of tinkering Making in the background. Sounds. Yep. <laughs> yep. Now we're tinkering in our own home. Yeah. Um, well, is there anything that we want to discuss up top before we dive into this episode? No. I don't think so. Um, I want to... Actually, I, I have something. I'll say... Um, Want to just say a big thanks to all the listeners who reached out to us over on Instagram uh, in honor of the 100th episode. I feel like we got a lot of nice messages. 
Yeah. Um, saying, did. you know, that they were happy that we made it to the 100, which thank you very much. We also related to our conversation uh, on the 100th episode about Oreo packaging. Got mm, some. Yes. We got some feedback from a listener who falls firmly in the box category. And the reasoning is because it's a rectangle, which I think is fa- a fair characterization but i have to say i still disagree that it's a box um it's more box than bag i think a box requires some more shape correct same i agree um and structure i would say a flap i would say well there is a flap on the there is Hmm. it's like a yeah (laughs) i would say that if if it's a spectrum and you have bag on one end and box on the other I would say that <laughs> I would say that Oreo packaging falls farther along on the box end. Like it's not fully yeah, a box. It's more structured. But it's more of a box than it is a bag. Yeah. It's like an Oreo bed inside of a bag. Yeah. That's kind how, of. It's like well, a, whatever. It's like if a box and a bag had a baby, they would have an oh. Oreo package. <laughs> a Bax. A Bax. It's a Bax. <laughs> oh, there we go. We fi- we finally solved it. It's a Bax. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss thing. It does. Um anyway, just with just with that little silly thing. Um anything else? Are we ready to do this? I think we're ready to do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I really slurred that. <laughs> for just um, for the record, she's drinking it truly. <laughs> and it's been a long time since I've had a drink. So it's hitting me in a special way. So get ready um, for just a little slur words from Kelly. <laughs> listen, the process of moving while remodeling your home, even like, I don't know. That's just a lot. And then... <laughs> We had a paint tray that had been sitting in our hallway for a really long time. It uh, it fell over. No. So I spent most of my time between work and this call cleaning the carpet. Oh, And it's no. still not out. It's white paint. It's not like the worst color. It's not like when Cassie spilled orange paint on our carpet. Oh, no. Earlier this month. Oh, um, no. So, you know, we're doing what we're doing and we're sleepy at all times. Yeah. But you're going on vacation. I'm going on vacation, friends. (laughs) When you're listening to this, I will be in the wilds of Vermont. She will. If you're a Vermont listener, I will be close to you. I'm not going to tell you where I am because I don't want to talk to you (laughs) on vacation. She's on vacation. I'm not ready for that level of podcast fame yet where like <laughs> I meet someone in real life. Yeah. I don't think that I would know what to do. I don't think I'll ever be ready for that. <laughs> I mean, I'd appreciate it because then they would mean we're like kind of famous. I was so. going to say like this. I guess this is a PSA to say that if for some reason you do see Kelly in the wild, do, <laughs> do not, not approach. approach. It's like at a, at the zoo when the yeah, signs like, are like, do not approach, don't do not get, feed. Don't get close to the wild podcaster in her natural <laughs> habitat. Uh, all right. Well, let's do okay, this. Okay. Well, on that note. The sooner, that we're, the sooner that we watch this episode, the sooner you can go to sleep. Well, you too. You're the sleepy one. I did. I got on the call and I said, I'm sleepy. Um, I have much less reason to be sleepy than you do. But um, all right. Well, I'm going to press play in three, two. 
One. Play. Play. E. E. Hotchner. What do you... What's he do? Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? It's little sad Jack. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, it's funeral day. It's funeral day. They're putting on their Look little ties. Look at Jack. Look at his little tie. I can't. It's like raining. Oh, Lord. He's really cute. I He's hate it. so little. Oh, there's the casket. Oh, you're ahead of me. Oh, no. I'll Just pause. like two seconds. Pause. W.S. Gilbert wrote, yeah, it's yeah, love yeah, that yeah. makes the yeah, world yeah. go around. Yeah. I find it odd that only people from the BAU are her <laughs> pallbearers. Why the yeah. fuck is Anderson a pallbearer? Why is Anderson a pallbearer? <laughs> it's Where, like, it's and like, only members of the BAU are around the casket. It's also it's like, does Haley not have men in her family or Where's, close uh, friends? There's her sister. Yeah, Kevin. Her, like, Kevin, did Kevin even know her? And then some guy. And then some guy. Who could be her dad, maybe. Because her dad is alive. Yeah, we her meet dad him. comes we, up in another episode. We meet episode. him later, but I don't think that's him. No, I don't either. But wh- he should be there. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. So we're that seeing Haley's weird. funeral, and, and Hotch is talking um, about Haley. This and- is... A- I I will say this is a problem I have with all TV funerals <laughs> yeah. or weddings. TV uh-huh. funerals and TV weddings where they make it seem like the only people that come are people who are in the main cast of the show. Yes. As if who like like on Grey's Anatomy the only wedding guests they ever have are other surgeons. The other people like, who work at the friends. hospitals. Yeah. Or like this show, it's even more ridiculous because Haley wasn't it's even a very, team member. It's very ridiculous because it's like, yes, I, it would make sense for all of them to be there. But like to be carrying her casket, mm-hmm. it's like that doesn't make any Aaron sense. Aaron Strauss. Aaron Strauss is there. It's like that bitch shouldn't be invited to this. No. <laughs> and if so, she was there, you stand in the back. back. You don't stand up front with the family. Yeah. So I also want to say yes. another TV trope I don't like. Yeah. I've never been to a funeral that happens at the cemetery. Like a graveside. Like this. Yeah. I've never experienced this. Like, I have. People, like, when my family oh, members have passed. They're talking like about Pirates fun- of Penzance. <laughs> oh. We, haven't, we uh, haven't spoken about the Penzance in a while. <laughs> when family members have passed, there's a service at one place. And then, like, someone says, like, a few words at the cemetery. Yeah, not like a never, big like, a whole to-do. to-do. I I have been to a graveside ceremony like this, but I haven't been to a lot of funerals. If I'm being honest, so I don't yeah, have. Yeah, I a- know my grandfather was the first dead body you had ever seen. <laughs> There's a fun fact for everyone. <laughs> I feel like that really escalated our friendship. It did. It did. Uh, so sorry that we're not really talking about the show. You didn't miss anything. It's, it's really a funeral just scene. it's I don't a funeral. Know. Hotch was saying You've lovely seen the words. Episode. Yeah. Um. Everybody was crying. Oh, now him and little Jack his... are gonna put roses on her oh. casket. It's so sad. That's cute and sweet. And he says, "Blow mommy a kiss," and he does. Ooh. Oh, it'll get you. I think one of the reasons he's hitting me extra hard this year. Is because he looks a little like a little bit like my nephew. He and does they have the same he, haircut. He does much. look. He's got some Jackson vibes. I can see that. Yeah. All right. So now we're at the like, at, like reception. A wake? But I thought the wake would don't was... call it a reception. It's like 
what a is, wedding reception? I it sometimes people do that. It's not it's not a wake because she's like a the, memorial service. Yeah, like it's at, but it's like I wasn't going to call it, it a wake because the wake wake a wake is when op- open casket like before they go in the ground is a wake. No, that's no that's a viewing and or a wake. Google I that don't know. shit. <laughs> All right, now they're all sitting around and they're talking about um they're talking about Hotch and whether or not he's going to come back to work basically. Uh, yeah, and, and like where's he going to come back? And is Morgan going to have his job? Hotch is talking to Rossi and he says that he, you know, made a promise to Haley um that after he caught Foyette, he would spend the rest of his life making it up to her. And she's like, you still can. And he also says, like, you saved Jack. Like, you did what she would want you to do. Yeah. And there's little Jack getting that hashtag funeral food. <laughs> oh, God. Is that, a, is that a hashtag we ever asked for? Well, I feel like it's a thing, though. Like, food when someone dies is a thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Because people like, has no opinion. Well, no, I have. A, I do. I'm. I'm. <laughs> googling the definition of awake. Oh, <laughs> what is it? Um, it the wake is like it's the same thing as a viewing. Like it's. Okay. You, I mean, it's usually before like the okay. burial. So yeah, yeah, we were we were on the same wavelength there. <laughs> okay. There's some. He's very, still talking to Rossi. There's some know. very weird stock images that come up when you Google wake. I should just spend as, some time on those Wikipedia. Just as a just as a fun fact for anyone who's curious. Okay, oh, now they have a case. Yep. So Hotch or uh, Morgan gets the phone Is call. Is this and reception at a like hotel restaurant? restaurant? It, yeah, it's very weird. Like, what kind of venue is this? I will be honest though. When both my mom's parents passed, each like funeral meal was at a Hoss's. I I remember you telling me that. And honestly, it was the best because you could just eat as much food as you wanted. I mean, what else could you Have you, you ever want? been to a Hoss's? I have not. I've seen many Are a billboard for them. Are Hoss's universal? No, I or do not. Are they just here? I don't think so. I had never heard of them before I moved here. Oh. They're a weird place. I don't necessarily recommend. So Morgan just came up and told Hotch that they have to go. And he's like, that's fine. Like, call me if you need anything, like, whatever. And so they're all kind of, like, looking at him longingly out the window. <laughs> and yeah, now they all just, just like, walk away. away. Those two people that are sitting between the team and where Hotch is standing have to feel so awkward. Yeah, they're like, what are you all looking at? <laughs> like, do not look at them. Do not look at them. So do we're in the them. opening ceremonies. Um, they said something. How apt about what they were going to go do and I kind of missed it. They're about yeah. something about the case that they got called in. All I saw was that local law enforcement is hoping that the BAU will come in and see something they missed. Mm. Um I also missed where they were going like but I yeah, don't I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Boom. Okay. Oh, that's a long fade to black. My goodness. Okay. <sighs> All right, we are at a house. Is it, oh, it's their house. It's their house. So he's just mo- packing it up. Oh, okay, I was like, he's not moving him back in there. Okay, mm, that's um, a tough thing to do. So we've got two women killed in their home. The floors were covered with covered with rose petals. Oh, oh. Um, no evidence of sexual assault. They were no. last seen leaving their offices and then never showed up on Monday. 
Um, but it's so Thursday. Set up in a way that would like make it seem like they were assaulted, though. Right. Pedals, um, they're in their undies. Yeah, they both live in affluent neighborhoods. Nothing was missing, so it's not a like robbery. Interesting. Two uh, brunettes. One was a defense attorney and one was an executive. So they're high-powered professionals. Brunette women. Yep. So they're probably a stand-in for someone that the unsub knows. Yep. So Morgan is saying the first thing they got to do is try to figure out how he's meeting them. Um, so is it somebody that oh. they come in contact with through work? Is it someone who like works at a place that they frequent? Yeah. We like gen- like a genie in the work. in a bottle, poof. That's poof. what <laughs> that's what, what Garcia just said. That's what Garcia is, though. She, she is. A genie is in a she is a genie in a bottle, like a genie in a bottle, poof. Like a genie in a bottle, baby. Did you know she's from here? Uh, Christina Aguilar. Yeah. No, I didn't. She's from Pittsburgh. Fun fa- so many the fun facts for today. Oh, we're going to Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> oh, Nashville. All the way in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, wait, no, that's Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Justin Timberlake is from Memphis. All right, so. Okay. Landon Kaminsky. What? Okay. Oh, oh the that's... mayor's on my ass. That's his name, Landon. Mm. Um. So he's shown so them they where they're like going to really need up. the FBI. So that's cool. They're uh-huh. like really happy for them to be there, which is not a dynamic we usually get. Um, All right, we got a serial killer on the loose. That's classic. That's the premise of the show. Yes. Well, JJ says that they need to make sure um, they need to put out some press because they want every woman needs to know that like this. There's a guy out there. So they need to be on high alert. Um, yes. Uh, so they have to stress hypervigilance and shut down his victim, his victim pool. <laughs> and there she um, goes, don't you think? <laughs> and he's like, yes, he looks very in awe of her, which he it's does, like, yeah, he does look like he's about to ask her on a date. It's like valid. She's beautiful and amazing. I get it. Yeah. Now we're at the Johnson crime scene. That it's is a weird f- that they labeled house. it. He killed the dog. Oh, not cool, bro. Not cool. She probably thought the dog was enough protection. Um, what kind man. of dog was it? Like, I feel like you need a pretty serious dog for it to actually be anything for you. Like a real serious dog. Yeah. Um, There's so many right. rose It's a very organized crime scene. Like, like, so many rose petals. Yeah. And they make a trail. Why are we not really talking about the trail here? Or yeah, does it's it like lead up all to the, body? the way. It's like from the front door all the way through the house. Look at that house. That would cost so much money to get all those rose petals. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're right. pretty sure that he's stalking them, which we're now seeing somebody outside the house of a beautiful brunette. It's a beautiful big house. Yep. She's getting in her car and he's just watching she's her along. from his If you car. have a big giant house like that, how do you not have like a nice garage that just connects to your yeah, house? You don't like park your car in front of your house. Yeah. On the street. On the street like a layman. <sighs> okay. Okay. So they don't think. Nothing was forced. Yeah. So how did he get in? Oh, is this the one where he's like manipulating garage door openers? Yeah, I think it is. Well, speaking of garage doors, then. So he says, so they're now we're at the morgue and there aren't any um, 
ligature marks, so they weren't bound, but they both have defensive wounds, so they fought back. Okay, good for them. Broken rib, concussion. Um, so, okay, so there's an initial assault, so he's yeah. doing his dominance. He's like, meh, meh, meh. I'm a man. I'm a man. Oh, and they both have their same stomach contents. Chicklin. Chicklin. Chicken, broccoli, pasta, and red wine. So they're saying that the guy, like, sets the scene, and then he cooks for them as a last supper. So it's, like, some kind of fantasy that he's, like, living Ew, out. Uh, which is gross. Oh, God. Why did he leave a pedal trail? Yep. So they're, like, this thing that he does, like, this weird signature, It there has to be, like, importance behind it. And it's routine, and it's etiquette. Says... So there's, there's a, a handprint, handprint on the chair. So he pulled the chair out for himself. himself. But then on either side of the chair for her. Okay. And poured her wine. And then he cleaned it's... up after it was done. After the meal was done. But then there. Wow. Oh, but then he oh. drew her a bath and then things got scary. This is where the so fantasy ended. in the tub? No, that's not the bathroom. That's the bathroom. Is it? Yeah. It's just a massive bathroom. It's a huge bathroom. Look how big that shower is. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Oh my oh. god, I could live that in that shower. That bathroom could contain like 10 of my bathroom. Oh yeah. I think the whole like one floor of our house could fit in that bathroom. Oh, god. <laughs> okay. It has so- a door to the outside. The bathroom has a oh, door to a the outside. There's a lot of blood. Oh lord. A lot of blood. Um, is it so, blood or is it wine? I don't know. So why is there blood. a carpet in the bathroom? Gotta keep your toesies warm when you're walking on that tile. I oh, guess. little Jack. He's watching a watching home video of Haley playing soccer and he looks so sad. He does. Uh, I want to oh, give him a hug. so sad. Oh. This is... So sad. Oh my god. So Hotch comes in. He's like, "Hey, let's go get ready for bed." And he says, "Can I watch one more time? I'm waiting for mommy." Oh my god. This is the worst. Oh my god, I can't deal with it. Oh, the video's so cute. It's so cute, and he's so. I bet it was so fun when they had to film those. Of just like, all right, like let's all hang out and just like have a bunch of fun and we're yeah, gonna record and like, it. We're yeah, and like make up a whole movie. <laughs> oh, he's so little, I can't deal with it. Look how tiny. Oh, and all he has is his home videos of his mom. Oh, <sighs> all, right, all right, we're back in Nashville. We're back in Nashville. We're at the police station. So JJ's saying that there were many people who had access to each home, like a dog walker, a pool boy, a housekeeper, a gardener, and they all had their own keys. Um, but they were all vetted. Yeah, and they don't match the prints that are at, that they found. Yeah. So okay, Garcia's so now searching. she's following the trail of like what these women were doing before. Their yeah. murders. So going they went to upscale restaurants, country clubs, private concert concerts. Concerts. Shut up. <laughs> Garcia just said the word highfalutin. Um. So they're saying that he's romancing them, whether he they want it or not. 
Um, so they're going to look at some dating services and social networking to see if maybe that's how uh, they met. Social networking. What a buzz phrase at the time. Yes. In the early days of Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg. Um, okay. Okay, so Morgan is pointing out an important thing. And set up his scene. Yeah, so like he's got to be there like a long time before they get home from work to be able to get it all set up. All right, Morgan's sending everybody back to the hotel so they can sleep on it and then come back. Take a break. And Prentice is like, I'm not done working yet. And he's like, sucks to suck. We need to wait till Garcia's got a paper trail for us. Well, and I think he had pointed out on the plane that it's Thursday at this point, And they find the women on Fridays. Or, or no, the women, uh, like it happens on Friday or something. And they get discovered on Monday. Oh, here he is. <gasps> oh, look at him. He's Who do I recognize Drinking red wine. She looks scared. This is the girl, that, the woman that we saw earlier getting in her car. Right. Um, he's saying, but it's your favorite song. And she's he's like, reliving what? like a failed like proposal or something. Yeah. Ooh, and nope. So, he says, "How do you know that?" <gasps> what? It's the most played song on your iPod, and she's like, Ew, "What the uh, fuck, dude?" So she's looking real. Up, oh, she tries to run, and he says, "No, stop!" <gasps> and grabs her by the face. He looks a little bit like the dad from the like Heart in a Box episode. He does a little bit. And then he's like a white guy with dark hair. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He's like a good looking white guy with dark hair. That is about it. Um, okay. So he's like, I put a lot of effort into making our night special. Um, so is it too much to ask for a little appreciation? And so she's like, I'm sorry. Ew. I won't do it Classic again. abusive boyfriend move. And they're yeah. not even dating. He. And then he says, I'll do. She, she, on her. she says, I'll do whatever you want. And he says, OK, I'll forgive you. And then like totally turns it off. Like now he's like totally back to normal. It's very weird. You. Uh... And he's like, oh, yeah, let's fine. Like, let's just forget all about it. And she's like, OK. It's all scary. Ooh. She's doing the thing you should do where you play into their fantasy. Yeah. Ugh. And then he says, I Ew, think it's time, no, I think for, it's a time bath. for a bath. That means she's going to get murdered. Yeah. Uh, I want Ew. her to live. I don't know why. I don't I like really how want her to live. I don't like how intensely he's staring at her face. Yeah. No. He also looks like the actor who played the clown in the American Horror Story Carnival season. Oh god, I don't watch that shit. Me either, but I know who was in it. All right, so uh Jackson packing his stuff at Hotch's apartment. Aaron Strauss, get the fuck out of here. Oh, come on. And so she's like, oh, I'm happy to meet you here. I didn't want you to have to be away from your son. That's weird. And then. Speak on the like, phone. And then she goes, hi, Jack. <laughs> and he's like, like freaking Cruella DeVille. And she like, does. Okay, she's like, hi, Jack. <laughs> um, okay. So, so she's like, how are you, buddy? How's and he's like, we're son? fine. Like, he's coping. I'm coping. We're just kind of doing the best that we can. Yeah, he, like, um, doesn't totally know what's going on. And Hotch is like, you said you wanted to talk about something. Like, what the fuck do you want? And Okay, she's pulling out a file. She's going to tell him to quit. Oh, yeah, it's going to be resignation letter that he just needs retirement, to Retirement, yep. Oh, it's retirement. And he, she goes, I've talked with the director, and given the circumstances, we just feel like there shouldn't be any reason for you to return to the Bureau, and we can give you full pension. Wow. And it's like, wow. that's 
presumptuous, ma'am. Well, but also, like, if someone offered that to me, I'd say, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a good ass deal. Like, but you he's get... a slave of duty, as the title is. He's a slave of duty. And he, yeah, like, what is it? <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, oh, and then she twists the knife a little bit and she's like, Agent Morgan's doing a great job in your like in your position. So, like, we just feel like just like let him do it and yeah, you can like, retire. He has to quit. And it's like, perfect. Team, and you get to hang out with your son. And so he's like, I need to think about it. And she's like, what do you mean you need to think about it? And he's like, I need to weigh my options, bitch. And she's like, okay, fine. Yeah, this is huge. This is not what I thought I was going to do. I just feel like that's a massive assumption to make for someone who already just went through a big trauma to be like, and now we're going to ex- add like another huge life change into your thing. Right. By just ex- like, we think like, we're helping, but it's right. not actually what you want. And it's also like, who are you to tell him what he needs to do with his life? Like... Mm-hmm. It's just a weird thing. All right, we're giving the profile. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I it's, don't know. I, it's <laughs> you guys. We talked about this last week, which is that the profile for the white creepy rapist types are kind of always the same. It's like yeah. he's a white man in his early thirties. Like he's acting out a fantasy from a woman who rejected him. Yeah, he's like, like Ted Bundy. Scorned. Oh, she survived the bath. Ugh. I her, think. I assume she's not dead. They're naked. She's in laying bed with her eyes closed. You. Uh... Oh, how's that drink? Yeah, I was really thirsty. <laughs> Ew! Don't touch her. He's kissing Ew, her. He's kissing her on oh, the she's back. Awake, oh, eyes open. She's surviving because she's in the fantasy. Still. Yep, she's playing along. And as soon as she gets out of the fantasy, just like the episode with the babysitter. Well, Wait, no, that was an episode where once she got into the fantasy, she got murdered. Yeah, that's true. It was Holy the opposite. Day. But but Morgan did point Ooh, that out from the last point. crime scene was that like as soon as like her fear takes over and she starts to fight back, that's and the fantasy breaks. That's oh when right, because they her. all had they have defensive wounds. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. So yeah, I think you're right. As long as she can just keep her head together and keep the fantasy going, she'll live. She might oh, live. You in might, another bath. You might get what you want. She might live. I know. So oh, she's, she's like really playing into it. Yeah, she's, she's like, oh, the weather. the weather, like the newspaper. Oh, he definitely punched her at some point because she has a bruise on oh, her yeah, chin. Oh yeah, she got a bruise, and he's taking a shower. Ew! Oh, I hate. Like God, I can't imagine. Jesus Christ! And she's uh, like, oh, there's a lot of good movies playing. Should we? Oh yeah, get him out of the house. That's a that's a good move actually. And he's like, do you want to go we see something? We should go something? to the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's go to a super public place. <laughs> let's go to the mall. And let's go to the mall today. <laughs> um, but he's like, no. <laughs> Maybe let's... we could watch a DVD. <laughs> God, that's what a 2000s thing. Be like, do you want to watch a DVD together on my DVD player? <laughs> uh, but then she's like, I think we need to, like, go on a real date. Like, we made love and she's like i realized so much to me she's rubbing his shoulders and she tries to she goes to kiss him oh god i don't even know how you do that like without just like <laughs> cringing it doesn't look it looks very unnatural and, then she and goes, he's a little bit like you can tell he like doesn't know what to make of it like he's kind of like yeah oh, can i like, believe wait, her? a woman well yeah because it's like you know he wants to believe her because he's deranged yeah. but Oh, it's working. She's going to go outside. Uh oh, but then a key turns in the lock. Who is it? It's. Oh. She says, I have no idea. 
It's going to be like the gardener or something. Her husband. Oh, it's a boyfriend, I bet. So it's another oh, good looking brunette man. And he walks in and he sees the. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. Uh, the right, rose right. petals. And he's like, oh, you got a surprise for me? But she doesn't answer. Uh, yeah, because oh, no. she's. So he's going to try and call her, I guess. Oh, that cell phone's going to ring cell like, phone right ringing. next door. It's right there on the table. And he's oh, like, yeah. What look the at hell? that flip phone. He's about to get murdered. Yeah, he is. He's going to get whacked on the head. Yep. Whacked on the head. Whack her on the head. Whack him on the head. Oh. So he goes farther into the house. Come on. Don't you think something's wrong at this point? And he's like, Erica. Yeah, like you should definitely be thinking something's wrong. Oh, there he is. Oh, God. And he oh, has her no. by now the her like, neck. And he's like, now why do you have a time. key? <gasps> and he's like, run. And he fights him. Go, go, she go. gets away. She, go, go, go. She can't does get she, out of the door. She? No. Oh, he has uh, a are you kidding me? You guys. Are you kidding me? She no. couldn't open that door. And he just stabs the boyfriend so many times. That is the fakest looking stabbing and I've ever seen. And she's screaming. And it's like, why did you? Why? What's this angle? Like freaking Alfred Hitchcock style. It's very Alfred Hitchcock. Cinematography. And he's like, why did he, why did have, he a have a key? key? Also, she made classic horror movie mistake, which is that she ran upstairs. Yeah, come on. It's like, uh, you can't do that. I still can't believe she couldn't open that door. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't even try. No. All right, so we're call- pulling up some to some police tape. It's going to be the house. They're There's all going to the be the house. There. House belongs to Erica. Erica Silverman. That's who it was. Yep, 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 yep. And we can see a body. The body is her boyfriend, Grant Franklin. Um. <sighs> They're, They're both, both pretty beat, beat up. up. Um, yeah. And so someone, a delivery guy came with a package and the door was wide open. So he discovered the bodies. Oh, she Ooh. is. Multiple stab wounds to the face and neck. We've got ourselves an Lots overkill situation. of anger. Which we don't really have in the other scenes. They're going to like realize. So, so Prentice figures it out. She's like, she played along, had sex with him and thought that it would keep her alive. So... And then Rossi's like, well, then why didn't it? And it's like, well, because the boyfriend walked in and destroyed the fantasy. The angles are still it's so cocky in. It's very weird. It is. They're from below. Yeah, we don't this usually. This is some season one bullshit. <laughs> okay, nothing's washed. He didn't clean up. It's We're totally out of the MO. Yeah. He's going to start to spiral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're like, clearly the boyfriend like came unexpected and surprised them and it just totally ruined everything. And then he went berserk, basically. Um, Garcia calls. She says she, she hasn't found anything on social media. Uh, no dating Erica profiles. Erica didn't leave anything anywhere. No. So that's she not used how used a credit card all them. week dramatic garage door also, opening fun scene. fact we've we've fully uh transitioned into kane the kane phase with reed and his knee right. injury. my favorite phase it's a great if phase. you will it's a great phase okay um, so he's, he's asking car. where the cars are reed is so he's like we can use let's see if we can use like her gps to figure out where she went right like maybe they cross met paths somewhere that yeah. she drives because they're rich, so they have, like, the fanciest cars with the GPSs and shit. Which is weird at the time. Obviously, now it's not as weird. But. Yeah. So they're making a good point, which is that if this guy stalked Erica so much, how did he not know that she had a boyfriend and 
to the point that the boyfriend could just like show up and surprise them. So they're like, yeah, he has to be stalking her, but still not know her truly enough to like know everything. Right. Right. But like he knew that what her, like what the most song, like the play, the song played on her iPod was, but I guess he was alone. So weird. He was alone in her house for a really long time. That's true. So I guess sitting there. Yeah. He like just could have looked at it. Yeah. Um, so they're right. saying he's going to try he's not again. Stick to a timetable. He needs to. Well, we'll we see that this. pretty frequently, where it's like if one of if one of their fantasies gets interrupted, they like very quickly try to make up for it with a new one. Yeah. So he's going to have to go out and find, and that's going to what's going to make him sloppy because he's not going to have time to like watch whoever the new right. person is. She's not going to be properly stalked. Yeah. Um, Reed's got some sort of idea about the geographical profile. Ooh, Jack's having pancakes for dinner. Ooh. An excellent dinner choice. I could eat choice. a pancake. <gasps> I'm going on vacation. I can eat all the pancakes I you want. Can. <gasps> oh, and Jack is playing with his superheroes, and he's like, Daddy's the superhero. Nobody meets, nobody beats Daddy. And it's like, nobody does beat Daddy. Yeah, he saved your life. Oh, God. And Jack's like, uh, wash my hands so I can eat my pancakes. <laughs> he runs away. <laughs> so Hotch is talking to Haley's sister and he's like, I really hope how much, like, I really appreciate how much you've you know, helped us out. And she's like, well, he's my nephew. Like, I'll be here as much as you want me to be. Uh, That's really hard, too, because, like, oh, yeah, not only, like, is Haley dead, but, like, they were divorced beforehand, too. Right. Like, so the it's family an, tie there isn't as strong. It's an awkward situation for the sister, but obviously she's, like, you know, going to get she's over it. She's a good person. She's a truly good person. Also, we talked about last week that it wasn't, like, Hotch and Haley had this, like, super contentious divorce. Like, it just right, was, like, right. I mean, it's, you know, it's as hard as any divorce is, but it's not like, you know, they, like, hated each other or anything. Right. So, like, right. that helps a little as bit, As she I guess. said, your job just got in the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the sister is actually... saying, like, don't retire. Yeah. Like, she's I'll like, what if... Jack. She's like, what if I you take Jack when you have to be away? Oh, her name's Jessica. Good. Okay. Aunt Jessica. Yeah. Uh, and he's like... And she's just like, it would mean a lot to me if, like, you'd let me help out with Jack. And, like, I don't, you know, I think she's kind of saying, like, you shouldn't have to, like, give up your whole life, like, because of this. So, like, let me help you kind of thing. Your job has always been important to you. And there's no reason that's going to change now. And I feel like that's a really nice, super generous thing to do, obviously. But I think, like, we talked last week, like, Hotch doesn't usually, like, let people in or, like, let people help him. Which is part of, I think, his character growth now is, like, letting Jessica help him, like, with Jack right. so that he can work. Cheekwood Botanical Gardens. My parents just went there. That's a real place in <gasps> <Weird>. Nashville. <laughs> Fun fact, Kelsey's parents just moved to Nashville. They did. <laughs> All right. So she went from work to home. Oh, she even had her groceries delivered. So they're like, what was she doing last Tuesday? And they're like, well, let's go find let's out. Let's find out. What's That's my let's go find out like, song, what's, I guess. What's that music? <laughs> All right. Let's have so a dramatic Rossi scene between and Morgan Rossi and Morgan. are talking. Um, and everybody Ooh, else is out doing perfect. stuff. And then Rossi's like, oh, good. Then we can talk. It's going to be like about Rossi Hotch. is always the guy who shows up when they need to like. Digging into emotional shit. Yeah. 
And so Morgan is like, this is Hotch's team. I'm not going to stand in the way if he wants to come back. And Rossi's Ooh, like, it might not come right. to that. Strauss offered him retirement. And Morgan's like, what the that fuck? Rossi knows everything. That's true. Rossi is somehow the fly on the wall. On he every knows wall. everything. <sighs> so Rossi is like, he's not going to let his job cost him his son the way it cost him Haley. And so they Morgan, think he's going to take the retirement. At least well, Rossi does. Rossi does. And Morgan seems to, you can tell Morgan really doesn't want him to like morgan expects him to come back yeah which more that's the thing like morgan reluctantly took this leadership position like he didn't ask for it and didn't really want it and so i feel like he's sort of been always banking on the fact that like okay this is just temporary hotch is gonna come back and then i can go back to like tackling people in the street (laughs) yeah yeah but now morgan's like all right i have an idea about the unsub Oh, maybe the unsub experienced the loss as well. Right. Kind of the like woman. Kelly already said. Right. Something we could have assumed right away. So they had <sighs> assumed from the profile that because he felt so comfortable in their houses that he might also be financially affluent. But now they're like, what if he's not? What if he's just... What if no, he yeah, like... he is. But they're, they say he doesn't have financial independence... Wait. No, they're saying, Wait. what if he grew up He's rich? He's hemorrhaging. F- yeah, yeah, yeah. They're saying, like, what if he was raised in a really affluent, like, lifestyle, but now he doesn't have what's necessary to, like, continue that kind of thing, I guess? Yeah. What might go unnoticed still? So they're going to look for right. men who are spending beyond their means. Lots um, of debt. Lots of debt. Cars, wardrobes, something that doesn't fit their current income level. Ooh. Income level. Scholarship funded private education. Now we're at some park. That's at, they're supposed to be the Cheekwood oh, Garden. The- <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right, oh, they're asking if she had any events. They had a corporate fundraiser. Okay. Okay, and that's where Erica and was. Erica was there. Um, okay. So they're oh they're talking about private valets, dun uh-huh. dun dun. So they don't have to hike up the hill. So the valets have access to your keys would have access to your keys and to your GPS and your iPod and your um garage and directions to your house. Bum bum bum. Okay, we're Oof. seeing another brunette. She's getting out of her car, handing over her keys. At the valet to guy. Joe, which we know is the name. Joe the valet guy. And there he is. <laughs> Bless you. Thank and you. And he gets behind the wheel with that there look he goes. in his eye. That murder look in his eyes. Yep. Ooh, he's he fiddling. The lights. He's fiddling with the GPS. He's using a pen. That's not going to work for a touchscreen. Yep, and it shows him right where her house is. Also, thank God cars don't have, like, you use your phone to connect all that shit. So once you disconnect your phone, it's not going to remember. Yeah, and then he just did something to her garage opener, like, to clone it or something. So yeah. that he can use it on his own. Okay, Scary. so they have the valet company now, so that's good. Look at all that food they have on that table. Yeah. <laughs> they've got, they've got all right. crime this solving valet snacks. company... <laughs> This valet company was working at all these events that other people went to. All the victims. Yep. So we got to get all the employee records for the valet company. 
and Garcia's oh, like, I already sug. sent that. Shug. Shug, not oh, Shug. Oh, Shug. <laughs> oh, Sug. <sighs> okay, so they're thinking okay, they might be able to catch him, catch him in action. The man we're looking for would have been assigned to Cheekwood Park on Tuesday. So the guy, like, he's like, let me check the roster. And so he pulls out his little book. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Six guys on site that day. List them off. We've got our suspects. Yeah. So probably wouldn't have had any disciplinary sightings. Very proper, but very romantic. And he would talk about women in love frequently. Might have ended a long-term you, relationship. What an annoying man. What an annoying per. Yeah, could Joe Belser? There you go. <sighs> Him and his girl. They broke oh, up. Oh, he broke up with his uh, his fiance a they few weeks ago. They were engaged. What happened? She, she had was another sleeping man sleeping with the best man. Oh, classic. Oh Tale shit. as old as time. Tale as old as time. Oh boy. Although I've never heard about that situation in real life. Just TV. That's true. Okay, um, so we're rattling off all of the ways that he yeah, fits he the profile. Yeah, he went to prep school. He, his parents died in a boating oh, accident six years ago. Lost his inheritance on the stock oh, market. Oh, like an idiot. Like a big uh, old idiot. Oh, oh I guess it was the, um, like, the recession. Yeah. Huh. Oh, the chapel was already paid for when the engagement got called off. Damn. <gasps> Oh, and she was rich, so, like, she was going to be his way that he, like, continued to have a cushy uh, lifestyle. Okay. And then, then she was like, nope, I'm banging the ne- the best man. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Picture this, they were both butt naked and banging on the bathroom floor. <laughs> How could I forget All right. that? They're at I his apartment. He won't be there. <laughs> Nope, he's in the middle of murdering another lady. They see all the Ooh, garage door openers. shit up with pens. Okay, look at these. Oh, yeah, look at all them garage door openers. Ugh, there he is. Ew, what a murderer. <laughs> yeah, he's really <laughs> creepy. It's like... I mean, he is a good-looking guy, so I'm sure if he, like, smiled or did anything normal, he wouldn't be creepy, but he's acting yeah, so creepy. Yeah, he's not, he's not smiled once. No. Even when What's-Her-Face was pretending to go along with it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so now they're at the most recent place where he was valeting, and JJ's like, did you see a really beautiful brunette woman? And he's like, no, I didn't. And so now they're talking to all the other people like, did you see a beautiful brunette woman? And so the guy's like, well, here's a list of all of our customers who made charges to the VIP what section tonight. What a rough haircut. That is a rough haircut. All right. So Garcia's going to whittle it down for us. We got six names using credit cards. Jennifer, Keegan, Heather, Meg, Anne, and Katie. So all right, let's cross-reference cross these bad boys. Three look good. One is a brunette. What's her name? Boom, 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 Anne. boom, boom. Anne. Anne's the unlucky winner. There she is. She's running. Oh, she never played into it. She's been running the oh, whole no. time. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's also no. probably been extra rough because oh, he's extra she, angry. She's <gasps> falling down the stairs. He kicked her in the face. <gasps> oh, God. Wow. That was so dramatic. Anne, don't worry. They're coming for you, girl. You just got to live... Ugh, yeah, right. live for like f- 10 more minutes, Anne. And he's like, we're going uh, to be happy together. And she's like, fuck, she's no, like, we're not. Absolutely not. Gouge his eyes out. Gouge his eyes out. 
<gasps> Ew. His face is so close to her face. Ah. Uh, she's fighting. This is so really dramatic. It's very dramatic. The, cine- don't. the cinematography in this episode is so different than any other it, episode. It is. And it's very, very jarring. I can't. Like this whole scene has just been in shadow <gasps> almost. He's got his he knife throws again. Her down. <gasps> Did you see how slickly he like whipped that out? Yeah. Like, it was it like on his hand. Freaking. That was badass. The rings or something. What? <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he was like, like. <laughs> sorry, what? He was. I don't see Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There's somebody in Lord of the Rings that used a knife like that. I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, Prentice is a badass right now. She yeah, tackled she is, him. She's right up in his face, and she has her yes. gun to his face, and she's like. She's like, yeah, you thought you were a big man because she was. Oh, and she says, do me a favor, play along. God, <sighs> she's a badass. Ugh, and she's a brunette too, so you know that he's just like. Oh yeah, he yeah, she's his type. <gasps> God, I love Amazing. her. Amazing. So Anne's gonna make it. She's gonna be okay. And she's like, and Princess is like, you don't survive something like that without scars. Emotional scars. But Rossi's like scars tell us <laughs> yeah, where they, how where we've been, but they don't tell us where we're going. Epigrams. It's like okay, Rossi, thank you. All right, so here's Hotch. All right, now we're at the cemetery, and he's just sad, just dramatically looking at her stone. He's sitting on something, and I'm gonna guess it's another person's headstone. Also, oh, why I- is that headstone just like a note card? Because. <laughs> Usually the stone is not ready right away, and so they usually That's true. get That's interred, true. and then the stone is added later. He's on a bench, Kelly. Okay, okay. <laughs> I assume he's sitting on another person's headstone. <laughs> There's not a lot of benches in the cemeteries I've been in. <laughs> Particularly conveniently located benches I was gonna say, right by your not, loved one's grave. You're not, you're not going to the right cemeteries. you got to go to the I cemeteries guess. with better seating. I should tell my grandparents, dig my grandparents back up, move them over, <laughs> or somewhere a little a, more convenient. Or a better idea, just add a bench. You just the benches Ooh, are easier to true. add. That's true. So Rossi has shown up, of course, and he's now you know talking to Hotch, and he's like chasing right. bad Rossi's guys is what you do. Plot. <sighs> and Hotch is just sort of staring. Rossi and walks away. He, he went p- all that way. Pats him for on a the- two-minute conversation. Yeah. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It also was weird because it was like literally two minutes ago, Rossi was telling Morgan like, oh, like, I don't think he's going to come back. But then yeah. Rossi goes to Hotch and is like, you should come back. And it's yeah. like, what? <laughs> like, you're playing both sides of the game here, sir. Only Mark Gordon. Yeah. You know what? I don't know how I feel about that episode. I think. I don't know. <sighs> I think. Fucking Lord of the Rings. Oh my god, I feel like god, one reference and she's never gonna let it go. My lord. It was um, more badass. I Lord of the Rings isn't super badass. I mean it is. It's a different kind. It's a fantastic badass. Okay. Sorry, continue. I don't yeah. Um I I think that like the unsub in the case was fine. I think I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those episodes where it's like, I appreciate that there's the storyline with Hotch because we talked about last week how it's like 
they're going to blow past this pretty fast, right? But, like, they shouldn't because, like, this is a traumatic thing. So I appreciate them taking time to further along that storyline in a more organic way of, like, yes, like, Hotch didn't go immediately go back to work. Like, we get to see him, like, moving into that new phase with Jack and, like, having him move into the apartment and, like, all of that stuff. But as we often say, whenever that sort of plot has to happen, it does do a disservice a little bit to like the case like because it just becomes like there's just like too much stuff going on sort of yeah but this one i think is maybe one of the more successful executions for that style i would say this episode almost i mean it hmm. i don't want this to be a very big knock on criminal minds (laughs) yeah but (laughs) It had more of the vibe and the pacing of, like, a serious drama on, like, HBO or, like, like a Netflix drama or something. Like, the pacing was more like that, in my opinion. You're just saying that for all of the Hitchcockian cinema. (laughs) Well, no, not just that. That was just, like, jarring. Um, But, like, the balance between the Hotch storyline and the crime was much more well done than they usually do okay. when they try to balance those two things. Yeah. Ugh, excuse me. <laughs> I had a burp that was just Ugh. like sitting in my throat. Um, <laughs> like, for example, like the episode right before Haley and Jack have to go into witness protection, and it's mm-hmm. so weirdly paced between yeah, the, epi- like the crime and the B story. Like, this time, it was just more well done. Sorry, and can I, can I, I gotta hold on a second. Keep talking. I gotta shut my door because my husband won't shut the fuck up. Hold on a second. <laughs> what? Is, okay. So like, it's just making me think of something like Handmaid's Tale or I don't know what's other good TV. Orange is the New Black, something like that, where it's like it's a drama where they have sort of these big main storylines, but then they have these subplots. That they very nicely pepper throughout the episode. So while you were away, Kelsey, I was mentioning how it's similar to something like Handmaid's Tale. Now you creep in here. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen just came in and he like tiptoed in and I was like, uh you were just talking so loud. (laughs) You threw off our groove, Stephen. I know he can't hear me, but. (laughs) And then he goes, sorry. Um. Anyway, what what show were you talking about? I was saying it's like like a like a series drama, like Handmaid's Tale, Orange Is the oh, New Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything else, like Game of Thrones, even. Eh, yeah. Um, where like there are multiple stories happening within one episode, but they are very yes. well paced and well intertwined. Like yes. Criminal Minds is like usually mostly just the one storyline. Like you're usually just getting the crime and then occasionally you'll have like a bookend of like something else going on. Like <laughs> Kelsey is just looking at Steven with such a face of like disgust. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's why I think this episode is a little more successful in my opinion. I do agree uh, with I you. Think, on I that. think the crime is like basic enough. Like you don't like they did a better job too of like peppering in a, a, a crime that's more easily explained yeah like, it wasn't super psychopath insane or anything like, <laughs> like that 
We I didn't do. have like he wasn't murdering them in such a crazy way that it was like, ew, what the fuck? I need like ten episodes on this. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, it's a white guy who like, like was broke. His parents were dead, and his fiance left him. Yeah, and now he's murdered. Like that was his trigger. Yeah, and it's like okay, that's good enough for me. Like I don't feel like I need anything else from that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It it was one of those ones where like we don't necessarily have a lot of time where we don't know who the unsub is. That's true too. But it didn't bother me in this one. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I totally agree with everything that you say, and and I think like your point about the um the episode when Hotch gets like the one after Hotch gets stabbed or whatever that mm-hmm. is a good example of like when the pacing is fucked up because they sell so- they like solve the actual case like within the first like 20 minutes the of the episode 20 is the crime the second and then yeah they spend yeah. the whole like, rest of what? it they did a better job of like weaving in and out of the storylines right. on this one and I do the agree subplot was more relevant like thinking of other episodes where it's more weaved together like the episode where Hotch and Reed go to talk to that old guy crime criminal serial killer guy crime criminal (laughs) and it has nothing to do with anything anything to do with anything yeah you're right it's not as what are we doing here but this one it was like i know what we're doing here and i know what we're doing here right yeah i mean i i think you're right and i i think that that's valid i guess i guess i just (sighs) it's one (laughs) it's just like a meh episode to me like i just like don't i liked it I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. And I just I also I, thought I also thought like it's hard to come off of 100. It's all hard to come. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Be the episode with. after the episode where Haley gets murdered. Yeah. And I think if it had been all about what Hotch and Jack do after Haley's death, well it could that, that. would have been annoying. Yeah. But like they also had if they to, had done the thing that they sometimes do where they just breeze past it, that would have been just awful. I think true. they I think they did the best they could. I think they did a good job. Like I appreciate like there was funeral time and we talk about like how's Jack dealing with this? How is Hodge yeah. dealing with Jack? How is Hodge dealing with his job? Like it is better than any other time also where they have to like have a team member really think about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like like when L leaves, we spend yeah. like no time, and we breeze like, past it, and then just never talk her. about her ever again. Like yeah. nobody ever talks about her one more. Or time. they do that weird thing, like they they've done a couple times, and they'll do again, where like a character is thinking about leaving, and they see their dead father or their dead relative, <laughs> and they like have this weird dead parent dream. Like yes. they could <laughs> they could easily have just had Hotch like. Be asleep the whole episode, having a dream of Haley talking to him. Although they do have that episode later, yeah, when they're in that movie theater, yeah, where he's dreaming God. about her with Mister Mister. Is that the Mister Scratch bullshit? That might be. Ugh, God, luckily I that's hate a, shit like that. That's a long way off. Yeah, no, this I is totally more realistic. Agree. I think. I to- you're you're making good I, points. Something about it. Something about it just sat right with me. I don't know this episode. <laughs> 
I'm not gonna, it wasn't like outstanding, but it was because at the end, Emily gets up in that dude's face. Yeah, I will give you that. Which is always, that, that always is, pushes an episode best, that's up the best a notch part of for it, us. For sure. No, so I think I you're know. right. You're, you're very, like all of your points are valid and I think you're right. Like they, for what they needed this episode to be, which we sort of talked about at the end of last week's episode, which was like where, like there's a little bit of an element coming off of the hundredth episode of like, where do you go from here? And so this, this episode was always going to have to be a transitional episode. It was always going to have to be the episode that sort of like bridged the before the 100 and the after the 100. And you're right. They could have, done it so much worse if they had tried to blow past it or if they had tried yeah. to spend too much time on it and so i think you're you're right for what it needed to be it was the right blending of like the case of the week which it had to be and you know sort of wrapping up and moving beyond the the foyer thing and and Haley's death and i think they add in the interesting element of strauss offering him retirement cuz like i feel like that adds another right. That adds another layer of um, kind of like what's going to happen. Like, because now it's like, not only did he just go through all of this stuff, like now he has this other kind of like, well, is what, you know, like like a pretty good offer, like being dangled in front of him. And right. so, and it doesn't get resolved. Like with the end of the episode, it's unclear what he's going to do. Like he hasn't, he doesn't say one way or the other what he's going to do. Right. Um so yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a fine episode. I I mean I I think it's for what it is, it's good and it was done well. And I agree with you that ending with Prentice having tackled him and with her gun in her face, his his face was a great way to end it. It's like one of our favorite things that happens. I mean, yeah. And I loved it. I also I find the last th- shot at the cemetery was a little weird, but like <laughs> other than that, the- it was pretty decent <laughs> the weird thing was like rossi just like showing up there and i'm like, kind of like rossi how did you know that he was there Were like it's like... total well rossi says i thought i'd find you here oh okay but then it's like why did you need to find him yeah like could if you, you just, left like, two seconds later called yeah he went all the <laughs> way out there to just be like okay and then like pat him on the shoulder and then walk yeah. away What is like what has become very painfully clear in season five is they only bring Ross not only but Rossi is their main emotional force like not like if they need a character to have some sort of emotional breakthrough or some sort of dramatic realization they bring Rossi in he's the voice of reason. He's the Papa. Like, he's he's the Papa Rossi, wise old man, voice of reason. So right. like he's always the one. You're right. When one of them needs to have a breakthrough, or one of them is struggling with something, or like one of them is being irrational, like Rossi has to come in and like they do this with Morgan a lot in particular. Like when yeah. Morgan's being like a little bit of a hothead, or like Morgan's not looking at things from the full picture. Like they gotta send Rossi in and be like, buddy. Like, yeah, think and they about mostly it use him angle. with like the other men because yes. the, at this point we don't really have any of that. But then he has in, he's um, the one that breaks demonology. demonology. Yes, yes, yes. So, so like, he, yes, he that is for sure. He's the their role. tool. That's that's what they're having him do. Well, and you know what's interesting is like that does that reminds me and makes me think of you know what we had sort of talked about when when Rossi's first brought in that he's brought in and it's very obvious that they were trying to fill the man the Mandy Patinkin void. Yeah. And I feel like he is like Rossi at this point 
in season five has been on he's been with us for a couple of seasons at this point i think he has become his own character and he's moved past the shadow of mandy patinkin at this point yeah absolutely but at the same time it does kind of harken back to me what i think they wanted Gideon to be which is that mm, they yes. wanted Gideon's character to be the wise old profiler who is going to mentor like he, they tried to set him up with Reed that way of like he's mentoring them he's teaching yeah, them everything yeah. that he needs to know but like G- like Mandy Patinkin played Gideon like kind of like a dick so he didn't really like <laughs> it didn't translate as well like it did o- yeah. like and it's it did weird okay. because I feel like Mandy Patinkin has the range to have more successfully played Gideon. But, and maybe it would have. It was just starting to sort of, I feel like, develop naturally when he left. So maybe, like, if he had yeah. stayed, those relationships would have eventually become well-rounded. But he bounced. So the only one that he had sort of developed a relationship like that with was Reed at that point. And then it was just got, done and over with. So I feel like, well, yeah. like I said, so, like, Ross, then it's, like, very clearly they bring in Joe Montana to fill that, like, elderly like statesman kind of role of like the yeah. the veteran profiler and he's moved past the Gideon of it I think but he's still this when he does that that's what it reminds me of is like oh yeah that's what they wanted Gideon to be was to be that yeah. like voice of reason I think Joe yeah. Montana does it better than maybe Patinkin did he just leans really into agree. it like and then like at the end when he like hits him with that like our scars don't our scars tell us where yeah, we've been yeah. not where we're going and it's like okay fortune cookie like yeah. it's just like <laughs> shut up old man <laughs> to quote what's that who I, what's the band that sings the song the scars remind us that the past is real i don't you know that song i don't think i can identify that off oh. the top of my head well it that's sounds a song sounds great it sounds deep um, the, I can't remember what the next line is, but it's something like, blah, blah, heel. <laughs> it's all, along the lines of Hoobastank, but I don't think it's Hoobastank. <laughs> I can I can tell by the way you're singing it with that kind of like gritty, like that yeah. kind of like blah. mid-2000s, like, like a little nickelbacky, but like yep. not. Oh, yeah. Like a I little, gotta look it up now. I need to know. Oh wait, perhaps like on my phone. a little, a little like creed in there. Like a oh, little bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> with arms wide open. Well, it's kind of like uh, the way Andy I feel like Dwyer there's gotta sings. be a name for that. Yeah, yeah. He's like like I weird fell adult into the pit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that you're. First. Oh boy! Do you, unless you do, you need me to go first. I need you to go first. <laughs> I know we talked earlier about. Oh, wait, how no, you... I can go first. I can go first. Okay, I remembered what I wanted to recommend. Okay, I'm ready. Um, friends, Romans, countrymen, <laughs> lend me your ears. Uh, <laughs> I would like to recommend something that I know it's going to annoy Kelsey because it's she's not like going to annoy me. Oh my god, it annoys me more that you said that because I know what it is. Well. Y- mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm recommending the Olympics, the Olympic Games, Great. the Summer Olympiad. I am a humongous Olympics fan. I love the Olympics. I have for a long time. I realize there's a lot happening these days where it's like, should we not like the Olympics? Like the Olympic Committee is kind of mean and <laughs> a bigot-y. Uh, to, to put it in perspective... 
like I think multiple times in the last like week or so, I'll get text messages from Kelly at various points, just being like, "I just want to like lay down and watch the Olympics," or she'll be yeah, like, "Yeah, it's what I love it." <laughs> what were you saying? What were you watching? It was one of the first nights. Was it open? It wasn't the opening ceremonies, but it. You texted me, and you were just like, "I'm just like so jacked on the Olympics right now." <laughs> like you were so <laughs> excited, and you said, "I told you, I was like, I'm gonna be like this for two weeks," and you were like, "It's gonna be like you were drinking." red bull straight for two weeks yes and it's kind of true like i just there's constantly something to watch it's just when i was a teen it really like it just felt very beautiful to me like this global harmony and as i've aged it feels less like that but i still i still really like it more so for seeing like the athletes be so proud of themselves and so happy and emotional when they yeah. like achieve this humongous thing that they've been training for especially this year because like it was delayed a year like they are doing something that they didn't even necessarily know they would get to do this year yeah. if at all and for a lot, like for a lot of these athletes a lot of these sports you know their window of being able to be at their peak performance is small mm-hmm. so that that's like you know if they cancel these games they might not go to the next games because by the time they're four years older they might be like yeah out of it you know what i mean yeah um but then you also get like real young kids like there was some 17 year old from alaska who just won some major like she won um a swimming gold medal in some event that like some other like previous Olympian was supposed to win or like predicted to win. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say supposed because these aren't rigged. Um, <laughs> but I just really love the Olympics and <sighs> I'm really enjoying it. So my recommendation this week is it's Wednesday of week two. So you only have a few more days. So I hope you've been watching. Um, but I hope you're enjoying all the running because running is a week two thing. And I hope you watched all the swimming because that's a week one thing. <laughs> um, if you had to pick, Kelsey, what's your favorite thing to watch in the Olympics? Well, I do really enjoy gymnastics. Mm. And How do you feel about the Simone Biles stuff? Listen, Stephen and I have been talking about this. and I feel like I can tell what Stephen's opinion is. Which What? I feel like Stephen would be like, she should have done it. She, like, she should have sucked it up and No, competed. not at all. <gasps> oh. Like, we both, we were talking about the fact that, like, gymnastics is fucked. Like, the That's whole, true. I mean, That's and just, true. like, this is just sort of, like, one more thing, you know, after the whole, like, do- like doctor pedophile. Larry Nasser, yeah, yeah. like, thing. It's, like, I think... It was already, I mean, I feel like we already knew it, but it was, like, obvious. It it really pulled back the curtain on just, like, how traumatic the whole thing is. Like, the pressure that they're all put under and, like, the shit that it does to their bodies. And they're all so young. And it's just fucked anyway. And so I think. you hear them talk and their voices, like, like, Simone Biles' voice sounds like she's 10 years younger than she is. Like, they are all just, like, it's just a very strange system. And so I think. You know, someone like Simone Biles, who obviously was like so much was made of just her, you know, being the greatest of all time and like all of this stuff. Like, I think it just like good for her for finally for standing up and just being like enough. Like, I can't like this isn't 
good for me. I'm going to hurt myself if I force myself to compete and that's going to have ramifications for the rest of my life. So like, it's not worth it. And I think in her case, it's like, she's already proven herself. She doesn't have to prove anything else. Yeah. And it's like, so, you know, her walking away and just being like, you know what? Like, I'm not doing this. And like, it's not good for me. It's not good for my teammates. And like, I think that like her being brave enough to stand up and like, be a voice for that which is something you know mental health and sports and at the level of the olympics like the level right. of the competition and the pressure of the olympics like good for her for standing up and like i was watching they were interviewing michael phelps because he's been doing yes. a lot of commentary for the swimming I saw them. Yeah, and yeah. he is a big advocate for mental health and has talked a lot about the struggles that he had with like anxiety and pressure and things like that when he was competing and you know continues to to you know struggle with so you know he was like oh like 100 percent like we should support her and i support her and like all of those things so i think i don't know i think it's a, it's started like an interesting discourse that like probably is a conversation that needs to continue but you know steve and i were just talking about the fact that like simone biles like jesus christ like she's already so good like it's and it's like right. she doesn't need to demonstrate that anymore it's been demonstrated so right i think you know I mean, she was. Out I think it's also everyone. It was just yeah. <laughs> in in a depending on like the activity you're in, like the pressure is different. Like in gymnastics, like this is the only time where like the nation is really watching. Her. Oh yeah, but like like the Olympians on the basketball team, like yeah. they're used to that pressure. But like the pressure is very different for basically any other sport but basketball at the Olympics because none because of this is it. This sports is, are in it. This is the only time that, like, the whole world is paying attention. Like, there's always right. going to be fans of things like cycling and, like, whatever that are paying attention right. to those things all the time. But I don't know. It just... I, I feel like gymnastics particularly is just, like, extra... Because it's, it's not... Because it's not... It's an individual thing. It's not, like, a team thing. I feel yeah. like that also changes the dynamic a little bit. And because it's like um subjective rather than objective. Like mm-hmm. it's not like a it's not like, not it's like timed. basketball. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it's basketball where they're like the ball went in the net, they score a point. Or right. like volleyball, like the ball hit the ground, they score a point. It's like Or even like swimming where like, it's like, Yeah, you did it the fastest, so like yeah, you, you win. hit the wall first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's very like mm what's happening here well no and like we were ta- Stephen and i were talking about that too like before simone biles dropped out like there was all this conversation about how to score her like in comparison mm. to other people because she was so much better than yeah. everyone else that it was like well if somebody attempts the same thing that she does even if they don't do it as well as she does like should they get extra points because they tried it like and it's like right and it's like well like and again like you said like they have this same issue with ice skating in the winter olympics which is like and they had that whole scandal like however many years ago with like judges who were like not being fair and so it's the same kind of thing like to your point like when the when who wins is based off of something subjective like that like that also I feel like messes with your head because Right. You're trying to impress someone basically. Right. And rather than trying to be stronger, faster, 
whatever. And when it's teenage girls, because let's be realistic, they're all teenage girls. Like, because gymnastics is one of those sports that once you hit, like, 21, you're done. Like, because your body can't do it anymore. Like, it's It's so weird the thing. It's weird to think about, like, the other side, like, the men's gymnastics team, where, like, it's not the same. I couldn't name one of the men's gymnasts for you from our team. Uh, probably because I guess our gymnastics, our men's team's not as good as our women's team. Um, although I, th- I feel like a couple Olympics ago, there were those twins. They're the, like the most oh, iconic yeah. gymnasts in my mind. Like, I feel like that's the last time we did like super well at gymnastics for men's, but like yeah. it's different. Like though they're, they can be older because it's more muscly. Like the act, just the things yeah, they do are different. different. Like rings, uh, the thing when they spin on it the pommel it looks like a horse the pommel horse that's it the thing that when they spin on it (laughs) yeah like yeah it's weird the whole thing is weird the olympics are weird and i feel weird about them now like especially they wouldn't let certain runners from some of the african countries compete because their testosterone levels were too high like female runners yeah because they're all the world is just fucked when they think about trans people competing like it's just annoying uh and like catch up olympic committee i feel like the olympic committee is historically 10 years behind the rest of the world on everything yeah and i feel like the olympic committee is also run by countries that aren't necessarily the most progressive countries. I don't know why I feel like the Olympic Committee is run by, like, the Russians, but (laughs) I just feel like it is. Like, the French and the Russians. And French, like, I don't know. I have mixed opinions on the French. I'll say that. Just kidding. I love you, French people. Um... Well, also, I mean, and then let's also look at the fact, like, whatever, if you're a runner, like, don't smoke weed because, like, you're not going to be allowed to be in the Olympics. Right. Like, right. But be Michael Phelps and you can smoke all the weed you want. Yeah. So it's just, like, another thing that annoys me about, like, the testosterone thing, like, they can't run because it's, like, this weird biological advantage they have because they have more testosterone. Meanwhile, how many times did they in every Olympics Michael Phelps was in. Talk about how big of a freak he was. That diagram of his body showing his weird He's a literal freak of nature. And that's why he was so good. And that's the only reason he's fast. And like, well, talk about a biological advantage. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, exactly. You know what I was also thinking about? But anyway, I'm still, I'm proud of the people that make it all the way. What are you thinking about? I was thinking about, I'm just, I'm having a recovered memory from, I think it was Rio. When the other swimmer guy, the one that no one ever liked as much as Lochte, who who got robbed, but he faked it. It didn't actually happen. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite. Ryan Lochte is a disaster. My favorite video on the internet is the one of those newscasters interviewing him. And then afterward, they just start cracking up because he's so absurd. I'll have to send it to you. I'll post it somewhere. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, that's my recommendation. Watch the Olympics to see athletes competing at their best and being proud of themselves. Um, watch the closing ceremonies. I'm sure they're going to be really cool because Japan is really cool. <laughs> that's it. And that's enjoy the uh, – hopefully by the time you're hearing this, the women's national team for soccer has won more games. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed. Uh, that's it. Okay, your turn. Give me a fun fact. Roll that beautiful fun fact footage. Okay, well, 
Uh, so the title of this episode today is The Slave of Duty. Yeah, it is. Which is... Duty. <laughs> duty. Um, which is a reference to the Pirates of Penzance. <gasps> wow. So I didn't know this, but the full title of Pirates of Penzance is Pirates of Penzance or The Slave of Duty. That is the full title. Oh. And so... Um, which, you know, Hotch makes a reference to the Pirates of Penzance when he right. gives her it's eulogy. Like thing. And it's like their thing. You know, remember, we thought it was hilarious from season one that they like met when they were in the Pirates of Penzance. Yeah. And they have that weird he episode. stupid hat. Where he puts that stupid pirate's hat on and then they like yep. get it on because she thinks he's cute in Ooh. it. It's just Ooh. very awkward. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a little like Easter, like a fun Easter egg. But then to just really hit it, hit it home. The opening quote from this episode is from another work by Arthur Sullivan and W.S. Gilbert, who wrote Pirates of Penzance. So they're just Some might really call them Gilbert and Sullivan. Gilbert and Sullivan. Yes. So uh, they they're just really like hanging on to that Pirates of Penzance reference. Yeah, in this they really episode are in honor of Haley. So. <laughs> what a go. weird thing to reference. What a Most weird thing. mainstream piece of work. Yeah, it's know. like you have to imagine that when they did that by way back in season 1 they kind of like laughed about it. Like they were like what's the yeah. funniest like musical that we could have him be like into? <laughs> and it'll be like I know the Pirates of Penzance and like go for that. <laughs> and now it just like is a thing and they keep bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> those are some fun that's a that's a good fun fact thank you for the day so that's all Um, i have for you today i checked today we have a new review we do yes so i will go ahead and read it for us in review i haven't even seen it i just checked this morning and i was surprised to see it so it is naturally it's a five-star review thank you uh, it comes from user. Their name is It's Lulu Mac. Nice. Uh, the title is I'm Laughing Alone. <laughs> um, also, it's so long that there's a dot, dot, dot more button. So what? I just had to click that to get the whole review to display. Oh, my All right, goodness. here we go. You ready? Yeah. You ready to hear it? Yeah. I needed a podcast to get more Criminal Minds content after I binge watched it too fast over quarantine. And (laughs) while I love their coverage of the show, it's so much more than that. The ramblings and random references are hilarious, and I feel like I'm with my group of friends. I just listened to the episode where Kelly recommends Mountain Dew and laughed so hard, all caps, (laughs) that I had to leave a review. Love you guys. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love it for the Mountain Dew reference. Yes. And also, it's just delightful oh that i just delightful. put you away you I yeah you, you're on my phone you paused me <laughs> that's fine sorry buddy. um well thank you so much it's a yeah, great thank review. you lulu mag that was delightful and just a beautiful little moment in my morning yeah so as always if you enjoy the show please leave us a review um yes. i did you notice on apple podcast it switched from subscribing to following I did notice that, yeah. Yeah, that was one I'm of annoyed. Because their- <laughs> at first I was like, am I following? Like, wait, am I? Is it all right? Am I doing the right things? Yeah. Because 
I was actually how I figured it out was there was a podcast I started listening to and then decided I didn't like it. So I yeah. went to unsubscribe and I was like, wait, did I unsubscribe or is it going to keep popping up? Like, yeah. I got to make sure I really get this out of here because yeah. I don't want it to show up in my feed. Yep. <sighs> well, yeah, leave us a review if you haven't already. We love getting them. They make us happy. We do. And yes. we'll keep reading them as long as you keep leaving them. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for your lovely review. We really appreciate it. Um, just as a reminder, if you, um, have not already, uh, well, I guess followed, <laughs> if you have not already Follow followed, Apple Pods. please do, um, recommend us to a friend. That's always appreciated. Um, if you've already done those things, um, you can always follow us on social media. If you haven't done that yet, um, you can follow us, um, on Instagram at the unknown subject podcast, follow us on Twitter at unknown sub pod. And then of course there's always the Patreon. If you want to yes. get in on that. Please follow us on Patreon. You can just go to patreon.com and then search for the Unknown Subject Podcast. You'll find us there. Um, you know what artwork to look for because you see it on your you little know. device. You know. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being here today. <gasps> Thank you. What? Did you know today is the 20th anniversary of the Princess Diaries? I did. Do you follow Anne Hathaway on Instagram? No, but I saw there was like an episode or there was an article on BuzzFeed that was like the best oh. things of blah, blah, blah about like the Princess Diaries. And I was like, mm, yes, absolutely. Love it. <sighs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. Thank you for Do being here today. you have anything else today. you want to say? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Um, no. no. Um, we'll be back next week with a we whole new episode. Um, I believe we're going to be due for another bonus episode because I think <gasps> we're hitting the halfway. <gasps> Which means we get to do the very fun thing of figuring out what we're going to rank. So maybe we'll yeah. throw up some options on the Instagram and let you guys vote on which one. Yeah, please wanna. let us know what you want to hear us rank. It can be... Criminal Minds related or not, we love to yeah. rate other things as well. Um, yeah, we can always rate a couple things in a bonus episode as well. Certainly. So we're, we're down to rank anything. We love to rank stuff. Yes. So look out for that. Feel free to just like DM us outside yeah. of like an Instagram poll or question or something. Totes. Or or wait for the Instagram question and Whatever answer you want. it there. Whatever. We Kelsey's really it. good about responding to the DMs. I'm not, so <laughs> we divide and conquer. She's, you know, sure. She, she does all. She does all of the uh, like legwork to actually put the episodes up. <laughs> so true. I feel like I can do the legwork on the Instagram. Oh, beautiful! Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, lots of fun things to look forward to as we move into the second half of season five. Um, but uh, until then, as they say, when they catch the unsub, it's, it's over. over.